Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, when many of us were growing up, when we did something wrong, y'all remember when you were growing up, they did something wrong, and most of us have that selected. Maybe it's about our lives, like not about our Beloved, when we gave in to the temptation to disobey our parents, to disobey our grandparents, to disobey our guardians or our authority figures, to disobey God, we often had to face the consequences for doing wrong. Amen. And beloved, in the midst of the consequences, we sometimes wondered how we could get out of the situation that we had gotten ourselves into. Beloved, in the midst of the consequences, we still needed to know that we could turn to God. And beloved, we still can. Beloved, the title of today's message is Reboot Part 7, Jonah. Jonah. Beloved, how many of you know what it means to be called by God? <clears throat> to be called by God means that God has something specific for you to do. Something that might reveal your purpose, your passion, your reason for being in this world according to God. Beloved, how many of you want to know that God has a call on your life? To want to know that God has a call on your life means that you know that you are here on this earth, on this side of glory, on purpose. It means that you are not a mistake. And that means that you will only find your ultimate fulfillment in doing what God has called you to do. Beloved, how many of you know the call that God has on your life? To know your call is to know why you are here. To know your call is to know your God-planted seed of promise for you and you alone to fulfill. To know your call is to know why you were born. Beloved, how many of you have answered the call that God has on your life? To answer your call, the call that God has in your life means that what you want, hear me right, what you want, if it is different from what God wants for you in your life, that has to be put aside. In some respects, as the scripture teaches us, it means that you must die to yourself so that you can live for God. Beloved, answering the call of your life is hard sometimes. It's hard for you. It's hard for me. And beloved, it was hard for Jonah. You see, beloved, God had a call on Jonah's life, and that call was to do something that Jonah did not want to do. 
Jonah 1 and 2 reveals, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Beloved, Jonah agreed with God that the Ninevites were wicked. And Jonah wanted nothing to do with it. So, beloved, instead of answering the call that God had on his life to go and preach to the Ninevites, to go and prophesy to the Ninevites, to go and offer salvation to the Ninevites, Jonah ran. Jonah ran. He ran from going to Nineveh. He ran from his call. He ran from God. Beloved, Proverbs 16 and 9 tells us, a man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his path. Beloved said another way, you can run wherever you want to run, but you cannot truly run from God. It don't work. Why? Because God holds all of the consequences based on your decisions, even your decisions to run from the God who holds all of the consequences. Some of us are where we are right now because we're getting the consequences of running from God. But beloved, you cannot stop some people from trying to do the unbelievable, like running from God. So beloved, Jonah ran. Jonah ran from Nineveh and Jonah ran towards Tarshish. And I want to emphasize that he ran towards Tarshish because that was his plan, amen. But beloved, do remember, God holds all the consequences. Instead of making it to Tarshish where he was running, while on the sea a storm arose, or said another way, a consequence arose. Some consequences only impact you, and some consequences can impact those all around you. For Jonah, the consequence of him running from God endangered the lives of all of the men on the ship with him. Beloved, like a pebble thrown on a steel lake, ripples occur. The ripples can be small, the ripples can be large, but the ripples occur. The ripples are the consequence of throwing the pebble on the still lake. Jonah was the pebble in the lives of these seamen, and they were going to die. They knew it, and Jonah knew it. So, beloved, Jonah decided to do the noble thing and asked them to throw him overboard. Jonah was willing to commit suicide to avoid doing what God had called him to do while also nobly saving the lives of the other men. Some people opt out of life. They don't run to, they don't turn to God, they just opt out of life. It happens every single day. You see, beloved, some people will go out their way to preserve the rightful choice to decide to do the wrong thing. You can tell people the right thing to do in their health, but often they do not do it. You can tell people the right thing to do in their wealth, but often they do not do it. You can tell people the right things to do in their relationships, but often they do not do it. Are your words wasted? No, they're not wasted. It is just up to other people to decide what they are going to do. It is a part of their free will, even if they may decide to run from God. God, who is the only one who can truly set anyone free. Beloved, these death-filled seamen with great trepidation in their minds, hearts, and spirits did what Jonah asked them to do, and they threw him overboard. And after he was off the ship, the storm ceased. Sometimes, beloved, you get caught up in a storm that is not of your own making. 
And the storm will persist until the true cause of the storm is found out and removed. Some of you got some people in your lives, they your storm. And if they were gone, the storm would be gone. Some of you got some places in your life that are a storm. And if you quit going there, the storm would go away. You got some of y'all got some things in your life that are your storms. And if you got rid of those things, the storm would go away. But that's a choice you got to make. Amen. That's not my choice for you. Beloved, for Jonah, while he thought that his life was ending, he did not understand that God still had a call on his life. As Jonah 1 and 17 explains, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Beloved, as Jesus was in Joseph of Arimathea's new tomb, for three days and three nights after his death by crucifixion and before being resurrected, so was Jonah in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights. Clearly, beloved, it was a time of reflection on all that Jonah had been through that had brought him to this point in his life. He was at this point in his life because he ran from the call that God had on his life. Beloved, have you ever been in the belly of a great fish in your life? I would imagine that each of you would say, certainly not. But beloved, maybe you have been in the belly of your own great fish that did not look like a great fish. But it served the same purpose for you as God had for Jonah in the belly of the great fish after he had run from the call that God had on his life. Beloved, have you run from the call that God has on your life for you to treat your body like it is God's temple? Where has that gotten you? Are you in the belly of the great fish in your health? If so, like Jonah, while you were there, take a moment to reflect on that. Beloved, if you run from the call that God has on you to use God's property as a wise steward rather than a foolish owner, where has that gotten you? Are you in the belly of the great fish of your wealth? If so, like Jonah, while you are there, take a moment to reflect on that. Beloved, if you run from the call that God has on you to treat people the way that God wants you to treat people, where has that gotten you? Are you in the belly of the great fish of your relationships? If so, like Jonah, while you are there, take a moment to reflect on that. You see, beloved, after three days and three nights, Jonah was reflecting on what had brought him to the point in his life where he was in the belly of the great fish. After reflecting, Jonah decided that he needed to have a conversation with God which began in Jonah 2, 1 and 2. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me, out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Beloved, in his moment of reflection, Jonah knew something to be true. God is always listening. God is always listening. You see, beloved, in his moment of reflection, Jonah was basically down to two choices. First, be delivered by God, God who he had run from. Or second, die. Die because he had run from God and was getting the consequence of his decision. 
The weight of the situation was such that he looked around him in the belly of the great fish and he called it the belly of hell. And God heard him as David, King David wrote in Psalm 139 and 8, if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Beloved, have you been in hell, hell, hell? Beloved, be encouraged. God is there. Beloved, have you been in wealth, hell? Well, beloved, be encouraged. God is there. Beloved, have you been in relationship, hell? Beloved, be encouraged. God is there. And beloved, when you are in your own hell, do continue to reflect on the facts. Are you in health hell, wealth hell, relationship hell, because you decided to run from God and you are now facing the consequences of your decisions? You see, beloved, when you are ready to own it, then you are also ready for God to give you your reward, your but God moment. You see, beloved, Jonah was ready to own it. As he retold God his story in Jonah 2 and 3, for thou hadst cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Beloved, when God gives us the just consequences of our bad decisions, we should be careful in blaming God rather than thanking God. Because when God gives us the just consequences of our bad decisions, then we have proof that God is God. You want to be blessed by God with that duality of God? When he ain't blessing you for your obedience, then he will give you his wrath for your disobedience. That is God. And beloved, that revelation is a key part of our reboot, our but God moment. Because it is in this moment that we will either lose all hope or believe that because there is still breath in our bodies, even if our bodies are in the belly of some great fish hell, then hope still exists. You see, beloved, in this moment, despite being in the belly of the great fish, Jonah still had hope as he continued in Jonah 2 and 4. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Beloved, what does it take to shake your faith? Is it like the marriage vows? You were good in health, but not so good in sickness. You were good when you have plenty, but not so good when you were broke. You are good when they like you like they are supposed to love you, but not so good when they love you like they hate you. Beloved, Jonah was in a faith-shaking moment as his words turned to despair in Jonah 2, 5, and 6. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The death closed me round about. The weeds wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Beloved, Jonah was death dealing with his words. He knew it was over. Beloved, has that ever been you? Beloved, Jonah was grave digging with his words. He knew it was over. Beloved, has that ever been you? Beloved, Jonah was home going while he was still living with his words. He knew it was over. Beloved, has that ever been you? Beloved, Jonah was at the point of where he knew how to spell hope. But this was not a spelling bee. This was his life. And Jonah needed to hang on to his hope 
because he had nothing else to hang on to in the belly of the great fish. Beloved, in the midst of your death-dealing situations while you were still alive, in the midst of your grave-digging circumstances while you were still alive, in the midst of your home-going conditions while you were still alive, do you know simply because you were still alive, you still have hope? You still have hope. You see, beloved, hope makes you change your spirit. You see, beloved, hope makes you change your heart. You see, beloved, hope makes you change your mind. You see, beloved, hope makes you change your words as you remember the truth of Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Beloved, no matter how you are feeling, you sometimes have to say to yourself, I choose life. Beloved, no matter how you are feeling, you sometimes have to say to yourself, I choose hope. And beloved, no matter how you are feeling, you sometimes have to say to yourself, I choose God. Beloved, Jonah chose life. Jonah chose hope. And Jonah chose God. He's continued in Jonah 2 and 6. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption. Oh Lord my God. And beloved, because Jonah chose life, hope, and God, he kept on praying as you, beloved, need to keep on praying in your hellish belly of the great fish moment in your life. For Jesus said in Luke 18 and 1, men ought always to pray and not faint. Because as James 5 and 16 tells us, the effectual, fervent, prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Beloved, there will be more that you will ever accomplish because you pray than you will ever have if you don't pray. You need to take it to God and let God deal with what you are going through. Beloved, I want to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you to seek out God. I want to encourage you to expect great things from the great God who is our God. You see, beloved, at your lowest, God has never brought down to the level of your situation, circumstance, or condition. Although, hear me right, God can be with you in your situation, circumstance, or condition. As God desires to lift you from your situation, circumstance, or condition. Because James 1 and 17 tells us every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Said another way, no matter where you are, no matter what you have done, no matter what you are going through, you should still have hope in God and still have great expectations of God as Jonah had hope in God. And as Jonah had great expectations of God, as revealed in Jonah 2 and 7, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. In the midst of his reboot, in the midst of his but God moment, Jonah remembered God. And he understood the consequences of those who do not remember God in Jonah 2 and 8. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Beloved, let us be clear. Jonah was where he was in the belly of the great fish because he had disobeyed God and he had run from God. It was nobody else's fault other than Jonah's. 
Beloved, when you act like there is no God, when you act like you are equal to God, when you act like there are other gods available to you, then you will be wise to remember the words of Deuteronomy 6 and 15. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against you and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Beloved, the mercy of God, which Jonah needed at this time, was for God to not give him the just punishment that he deserved because he ran from God. Is anybody needing a little mercy from God right now? Is anybody needing a little grace from God right now? Is anybody needing a little love from God right now? You see, beloved, instead of Jonah getting the punishment, Jonah wanted his reboot. Instead, Jonah wanted his but God moment. Beloved, we all need the mercy of God so that we too can get our reboot, so that we too can get our but God moment. Jonah owned what he had done. He knew that he had done wrong. He did not have a pity party in the midst of the belly of the great fish. Instead, Jonah had a praise party. Anybody had a praise party recently? Instead, Jonah got convicted. Anybody experienced some conviction in their lives recently? Instead, Jonah repented. He changed his mind about what he had been doing. Has anybody had to repent of some of the things you've been thinking in your mind that are not consistent with the will of God? So Jonah gave God praise, honor, and glory as revealed in Jonah 2 and 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. In his own way, Jonah's life song in this moment sounded something like your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. And I want to thank you, God. And I want to praise you too because your grace and mercy, God, whoo, uh, brought me through. Beloved, you can watch what other people do, but you have to make your own decision regarding what you are going to do. Because your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Beloved, you can listen to what other people say, but you have to make your own decision what, regarding what you're going to do because your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Beloved, you can read what other people write, but you have to make your own decision regarding what you're going to do because your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Beloved, sometimes others may be right, but when others are wrong, then you have to go the other way. You gotta go away from family sometimes. You gotta go away from friends sometimes. You gotta go away from your comfort zone sometimes. You gotta go away from some of those comfortable things sometimes, beloved, you know what I mean? You see, when what they say is against the word of God, stop listening to them and listen to God. When what they do is against the word of God, stop doing what they do and follow God. When what they write is against the word of God, stop reading what they write and read the word of God. Why? Because as Jonah continued in Jonah 2 and 9, salvation is of the Lord. No other place. Salvation is of the Lord. Beloved, Jonah was tired of running. And he knew that salvation is of the Lord. Beloved, have you gotten tired of running? <laughs> Beloved, do you know that salvation is of the Lord? Beloved, Jonah was exhausted from trying to go his own way. And he knew that salvation 
is of the Lord. Beloved, if you got exalted from trying to go your own way, beloved, do you know that salvation is of the Lord? Beloved, Jonah was spent because he had been doing Jonah instead of answering the call on his life from God. And he knew that salvation is of the Lord. Beloved, if you spent yourself because you have been doing you instead of answering your call from God, Beloved, do you know that salvation is of the Lord? Beloved, Jonah was tired, exhausted, and spent, and he knew that salvation is of the Lord because Jonah was ready for his reboot. Jonah was ready for his but God moment. Beloved, is anybody in here right now ready for their reboot? Is anybody in here right now ready for their but God moment? You see, beloved, when God could see that Jonah was ready, Somebody say, it's time for God to turn it. Beloved, God rebooted Jonah. God gave Jonah his but God moment as revealed in Jonah 2 and 10. And the Lord spake unto the fish. Somebody say, God turned it. And it vomited Jonah upon the dry land. Somebody say, God turned it. Beloved, God could have left Jonah in the belly of the great fish. But beloved, because God was turning it, God had to turn it because God still had a call on Jonah's life. Beloved, you got breath in your body right now because God has a call on your life. Again, somebody say, God, turn it, turn it, turn it. Beloved, are you ready to come out of the belly of the great fish and your health hell? Then, beloved, come out because God is ready to bring you out because God has a call on your life. Beloved, are you ready to come out of the belly of the great fish in your wealth hell? Then, beloved, come out because God is ready to bring you out because God has a call on your life. Beloved, are you ready to come out of the belly of the great fish in your relationship hell? Then, beloved, come out because God is ready to bring you out because God has a call on your life. When you are ready, beloved, then it is time to turn to the Lord, to reboot, to have your but God moment, to receive salvation, to let God spit you out of the belly of a great fish in your health hell wealth hell and relationship hell so that you can have another chance to get it right to get it right with God somebody say God give me another chance somebody say God get me out somebody say God bring me out somebody say God deliver me somebody say God reboot me somebody say God Give me my but God moment. Beloved for Jonah, after God gave him another chance, after God got him out, after God brought him out, after God delivered him, after God rebooted him, after God gave him his but God moment, Jonah fulfilled his purpose and answered the call that God had on his life. Beloved, is anybody ready to answer the call that God has on your life?
Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.